Welcome to the Beyond the Skin Deep podcast with me, Jodian Vanessa. This is a lifestyle podcast that reaches beyond the surface to touch on topics that affect our everyday lives and emotions. Stay tuned and be entertained. Hi guys, on this week's episode of the Beyond Skin Deep podcast with me, Jodian Vanessa, I'll be talking about coming into your own getting to know yourself and being the person that you want to be steps to take and so forth so let's get it started so i decided to do this episode coming into your own because i would have wanted for someone in my 20s (laughs) to tell me you know it's okay to be yourself um it's okay to change drastically or be your own person it's important to care less about what people think about you you know you're told that but they you're told that backhandedly so you're told you mustn't care what people think unless it's people in authority so anybody in authority once they care you should care and while I believe you should respect people in authority I also don't think that they have the gold print of how everybody should be as a person you know they can guide you as to value systems and depending on what they're an authority in they can mentor you into fields but they do not have the gold print on the life that you should live because everybody is different even down to our very emotions and how we feel things and in that alone they can't tell you how you should feel as a person you know so I wish somebody was there for me to tell me hey come into your own it's okay to be your own person it's okay to be comfortable with your body you know loving your body doesn't mean vanity you know it just means you appreciate what god gave you loving your body doesn't mean that you have to show it off um well i know that because i didn't but that is also another extreme that people maybe would want to hear so i decided to do this episode because I want to share what I've learned because I feel like I learned late about myself. I started to learn who Julian Vanessa was in my 30s. I'm still early 30s, well, mid 30s this year. But the person I was at 24 is surely not the person I am now at 34, going on 35. And while I love who I was at 24, I completely adore the person who I am at 34. And I'm unapologetically happy with this person. So let's get cracking. Okay, so for the first stage, I'd like to touch setting boundaries. No, I am not going to go in depth with searching boundaries in general because I've already done a podcast episode about that. I am really only going to speak to it with regards to coming into your own. 
um if you want to know how important setting boundaries is with your mental health and so forth you can visit my other podcast episode you can visit my website right but i'm just speaking about it with regards to hey coming into your own the boundaries that you might have to set when you're going to make these changes because people will know you for a certain period of time they're going to feel like they have something to say and you will need to know how to deflect or what to accept and what to take on during this process of maybe reinvention or really finding out who you are okay so with friendships it will be twofold because with a great change, if you're reinventing yourself, your friends are going to ask questions and you can't be annoyed at them asking questions when you have been somebody or a particular person with them for how long, you know? But at the same time, they will need to know how to respect your boundary and to appreciate your change and know that your change is for you and it's in your best interest and to leave it alone. So to speak, they can always be advice, give you advice when solicited, when solicited, but your friendships doesn't mean that you have to be exactly like each other. I have a group of friends, five of us, um, that par, that's my core group. I mean, I have several other friends outside that are, that I'm also very close to like Tony. But she's not necessarily a part of the group but i'm pretty close to her but with my core group of five we have kemi who is different from Lori, who is different from kishka who is different from booty you know kemi and i are a little bit similar you know we have like this twisted sister kind of relationship so we finish each other's sentences it's kind of weird how close how similar we are but we still are vastly different and I'm different from everyone else in my own way but we have similarities now what is similar within the whole group is that all of us are very ambitious and driven women right we are very ambitious and driven but we have very different personalities booty is the baby of the group in age but she's far from the baby in the group when it comes to her thought process you know she's very driven so if i need advice in creatively i go to her when it's creatively in the aspect of marketing i go to her because she will know how to help me out with that they come to me with regards to writing you know kemi is very nurturing she is the mother of the group in more ways than one she's the only one that's married and she's a mother of two so of course her lifestyle in general is going to be different from the four girls whether or not we are in relationships we're not married so it's still a different lifestyle than a married woman with two kids um lori is the sweetheart of the group she's fun she is my venter you know i can call her vent cry be all manner of dramatic with her you know and kishka is the rock like she is so solid i 
don't understand where she gets her strength from but you know i'm still trying to learn that one but we respect each other's differences kishka is very strong nobody's telling her that she needs to soften up you know lori is very emotional nobody's telling her to toughen up you know kemi is feisty nobody is telling her to cool it down you know booty is like a red bull full of energy nobody's telling her to keep calm no because we understand what everybody needs from the group and it fits so well because nobody is pushing anybody to be like the other we respect and when i and all of them knew me with the exception of kishka maybe but all of them knew me before i even made such a change personally with regards to how i look or carry myself to even how my confidence level most people knew, most of them knew me before that but when i made this change instead of knocking me and asking me oh my god jody what's happening they were like jody i'm so proud of you jody what made you decide to make this change or why are you changing in this way and when i told them hey i needed to do this for me and that for me yeah kudos and that's the support system you need to have you know the imposing is not going to help you at this point because what's gonna happen is they are going to make you second guess yourself and yes it's good to not have yes men friends because trust me they are far from yes men friends so if i'm making a stupid decision they will tell me but when they realize when it's something that is for my good even if it's something that is different from how they would do it they respect that boundary and they respect me and allow me to be myself with it and that is what you need in your friendships if you're going to make this change so you will lose people but you have to set clear boundaries as to how you want to be communicated to and how you communicate with them because trust me your dynamic might change and it will change in some ways doesn't mean the friendship or the friends will some will but for the most part it doesn't mean that it has to but the way you communicate will so you're going to have to set boundaries with regards to that right now i'll get into setting boundaries with family members family members are for many of us near and dear to our hearts i mean everybody has a different relationship with their family members but for many of us we want to live up to the expectation of whether it is our mother or father even our siblings aunts uncles extended family it depends on how you're raised or your family dynamic but whomever it is we always tend to have we give a lot more rope to people who are our family members when it comes to setting boundaries and our personal selves with in doing that it takes us a longer time to come into our own or show them who we really are because we are afraid that they might look on us in a different way. We are afraid that they might 
be disappointed in us if we make different choices than the ones that they expect of us. But the truth about it is, if they are your family members, if they raised you, if they love you the way how they say they would, whether or not initially they'll be disappointed, they will respect you for coming into your own and being your own person and they will love you for who you are. If they do not, then maybe that family relationship is not the best for you because it is for you to live a life that is not true to yourself. It will be something that affects you in different ways and you'll end up being miserable for it. And if they love you and they care for you, no one wants you to live a miserable life. Now, I'm not talking about value systems and values that you might instill, you know, don't steal, don't kill, anything like that. I'm talking about who you are, your preferences, your likes, your dislikes, you know, just personal things about you outside of morality. Sometimes finding that medium between the respect of the family member and finding your true self comes in the way and you have to decide that this is your life and this is a life that you only can live once and in doing so you have to take responsibilities of your actions and live to your full potential no you'll therefore need to set boundaries with said family members i mean the boundary and the relationship you'll have at 16 should not be the boundary and the relationship you have at 26. At 16, you're still a child in their eyes. While you might get a little bit of leeway to state your opinion, you're still under them and you're still being molded for them to impart their best lessons to you. By 26, you're now an adult. You're now your own person and starting to figure out who you want to be and who you are. And that, at that point, you might have to set boundaries for them to realize that you are no longer a child. You respect them. And trust me, when I say set boundaries, by no means I mean that you're going to disrespect or be rude to family members, especially if it's your parents or grandparents or some, or some family member that raised you. And when I say family member, I am also speaking about adopted or family members that you've they don't have to be blood so you're going to be respectful to them but you're going to also let them know and set things in place where they know that now you're an adult and there are certain decisions that you have to make on your own you know some of this boundary setting might mean withdrawing some of the time that you spend with them for them to realize that you are independent you know, wean yourself off them somewhat. And I don't mean create a distance in the sense that you don't call and check in. You do. But maybe you're not going to be physically there so they don't get to impart as much. Maybe some of the boundaries mean you be careful of what you say to them because you know that no matter what, they're going to have an opinion and maybe you don't want their opinion on this topic. So some of the boundaries will start from how you communicate with them. And you have to do all this to know, to make sure that you are able to separate and come into your own freely. 
doesn't mean you love them any less and it doesn't mean that they love you any less it just means that you have to put certain things in place to ensure that you become the person that you want to become the next thing i'd like to talk about is getting rid of fear one of the greatest parts of coming into your own or becoming who you want to be especially if it's something that would take a major change is getting rid of fear we always are afraid of change um whether it is a change that would be great for us whether it's a new job a new relationship we have this way to allow fear to get the best of us from time to time no if we have been doing something for a particular time and it's working for us we might not be happy but it's working for us we we have a place to sleep we have food to eat you know people are happy with us we tend to fear change because we don't know what will happen we don't know if the people who we love and care about we don't know if they will accept this change we don't know if people will start looking at us differently. We don't know if we will be happy with this risk that we took. And we have to first understand that what that doubt sometimes is fair and decide against it. Because if every time we fear something, we don't do it, then we won't change we won't grow and we'll be stagnant and stuck in a certain position and be miserable and i can tell you the fear that you feel that might be holding you back will be not comparable it'll be incomparable uh, at a thousand percent to the regrets you will feel to not taking that risk to not making certain changes because at the end of the day 10 years 15 years 20 years from now you're going to still have that what if and if you made that change for yourself and even if you had to alter it to fine-tune it maybe you went too extreme and you maybe want to address it back you will still not have the regret of making that change as you would have in not making that change at all and always wondering what if and realizing that you have lived for everybody else except for yourself. Because the truth about it is, and I'll keep on saying it throughout this podcast, this life that you're living is not for everybody else. Yes, I do believe in charity and being kind, but that's not living for everybody else. That is giving back your life is for you for you to live it the best way you know how if your life wasn't important to you if you weren't supposed to make certain decisions that would be happy for you then and it was supposed to be for everybody else then god would just leave you out of the making so to speak why would you need to exist if every decision that you are supposed to make it's based on everybody else's viewpoint and everybody else's direction. They can just live that life for themselves 
and your existence just wouldn't matter but your existence matters because you're supposed to make a difference and you are supposed to make choices that are for you so you need to take that fare put it in a box and make it work for you but do not be crippled by it do not let it be a crutch do not let it be a stumbling block do not let it be a pothole that not only that you're just dropping no don't let it be a pothole that will rip your tire apart and cause you to not be able to move forward and to, for you to turn back you're better than your fear you're greater than your fear and with every major decision you will have some fear so don't let this fear cripple you now the last thing that you'll need to target is yourself so I'd recommend some people say vision board some people say journal it really doesn't matter well how you choose to document who you want to be just document it get a book get cue cards get papers get a magazines and cut it out however you choose and document who you want to be who do you see yourself being in the next five years who how do you want to live your life what hobbies do you want to try also develop a lookbook what do you want to look like what's your personal style who what image if you were a brand what how would you sell yourself you know think of yourself as a brand and your board as a brand kit to what font you'd want to be and what colors you'd want to do what message you'd want to put forward think of yourself in that sense and write it down document it and do it now while i will say you're going to say how you want to be in five years in five years things might happen and you might not be there but at least you made some steps towards that direction but aim for the five years the only reason why i'm saying it might not get there because hey for many of us a lot of our visions and our goals and our dreams got set back in covid by two years for some people a year because they had some way of functioning for the first year but by the second year woo, it went through the window it doesn't matter you decide who and how you want to be and you stick to it you have to bear in mind that you might lose friends You'll have people who might get up and say you've changed and not be happy with your change because you've found your new voice. Some people might not be happy for you because no, they can't push you around or you might be no longer aligned. It's okay to lose some friends in the process. It's okay to lose some people in the process because the truth about it is you have to grow and then some people you really can't carry on this journey with you. 
and nothing is wrong with that. It doesn't mean that they didn't love you. It doesn't mean that they didn't care or the part that they played up until that point wasn't important. It's just that the rest of the journey is no longer for them. You know, you're repurposing yourself and they just might not fit. And that is okay. So when you start losing people, don't make it be a deterrence for you to becoming your own self because now you feel alone. Because you will gain new people, you'll gain another support system, and maybe one or two people from that support system, when you get older or a couple years from now, they might fall off. And then those people from before might even re-emerge because they have gone through their own reinvented process and maybe see why you needed to make those changes so it's okay to let those people go i will say do not burn those bridges but it's okay to let them go it's okay to realize that they no longer fit they are no longer a fit for you but be true to who you are be true to yourself and do not fear the changes that you want to make. It's important that you sit down and you make that collective decision within yourself on the changes that you'd want to make. You don't make it with a friend. You don't make it with a sister. You don't make it with an uncle or a father. You make it with yourself. Because this is, has to do 100% with the person you want to be. Now, if after that you might need a mentor when it comes to career or and in that aspect, of course, then you can seek sources to help you to become who you want to be. But when you're making that list of who you want to be, that should not involve anybody but yourself because it's about you completely, totally, holistically. And no one can tell you who you want to be or who you should be you are the only one that can make that decision and let me tell you when you make that decision by yourself when you hit a stumbling block when you hit a roadblock you are more likely to overcome it because you realize that this was a decision you made and even though that stumbling block might trip you up you'll still be happy within your decision and how far you've come thus far because you would have seen your growth and where you have made this decision so don't be too mad at it don't try to get too many people involved in that phase or in that stage and then afterwards when you're starting to formulate who you want to be and you need a mentor or a guide or a spiritual guide you know you go forth you know i'm looking for a mentor now um but I have people that I go to for spiritual guidance, you know, if I need a prayer, if I need some help in this way, if I need a boost or encouragement on the creative side, I also have people for that and that is and that is fine, you know. But when I decided that I was just gonna be Jodie and Vanessa and be comfortable with my own skin I did it unapologetically completely unapologetically
I decided to be me unapologetically. There are people who felt some type of way, you know. I had cut my hair initially because my hair was breaking. So, secondly, cut it off now because I just wanted to cut it. Not everybody was happy with my haircut, but I had to do it for me because I needed to. I needed some time to do something and not have to focus on my hair at that point in time i was going through changes that emotionally and mentally i just need to, needed to go through i didn't want to be thinking about a whole wash day doing my hair when i grew up back my hair well i'm growing it up but no it's still not where it came from i'm now coloring it not everybody's okay with the coloring but it's who I am now. My hair is dispersed. How many times? Eight times now. Not everybody's cool with that. Um, I carry myself differently because I'm now comfortable in my body. Something that took me years to be comfortable with because I had so many people telling me that my body just was inappropriate. No, there is no way in heaven and earth that God is going to make your body inappropriate more than somebody else's body. Because I'm curvy. Um, I just have a different body type. It doesn't make my body inappropriate. My body of itself isn't sinful. You know? I'm not going to go up there and dress with my breasts out and my buttocks out. But I am going to dress like i'm more comfortable in my own skin you know years ago i wouldn't wear a bodycon because my body was just too curvy and i cared what people thought about it and that wasn't okay it wasn't okay for me to look on my body and not see something that i was happy with and because what everybody was telling me so i started to become comfortable in my own skin and i wear jeggings and body cons and my curves show from time to time and I am happy that I can look in the mirror and say hey you're beautiful and my body keeps changing with me having PCOS I keep on gaining weight in places that I don't normally gain weight it's harder to lose weight I get frustrated at it and angry with it but then for the most part I am happy with it and it's it is so sad that it took my 30s to get to this point it is so sad it took breast cancer to get me to the point where I'm like oh, I am living for everybody else but me you know but at least now I am happy with myself I'm confident within myself and I know that I am beautifully and wonderfully made by God. And I could care less how anybody else feels about my body. And I will not get up and wrap myself up and cover myself up overly to make other people feel comfortable with the way God made me. I am Christian, so there are certain things I definitely will not wear. There are certain ways I just will not come out of my house looking. 
but I will not hide my body because I think it's shameful. My body isn't shameful. So if a skinny girl can wear a bodycon, a thick girl can wear a bodycon. And I'm wearing my bodycons from now on. So it's things like those. That self-confidence and that appreciation for self you will gain for coming into your own. And I will tell you there are people that will not like it. But what you have to decide is pardon me but to hell with those people because it's important that we all live out our purpose and live a life that is for ourselves i don't mean be selfish and unkind to people and mean to people no but you need to fulfill your dreams your goals your aspirations not at the cost of anyone else but also, you should not live a life at your cost for everyone else, if you understand what I mean. So, that's my episode for coming into your own. And I could really talk a lot more about this topic. I could really share more stories about myself. But this is what I want to do. I already think this episode is super long. So thanks for listening, guys. XO, XO. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Skin Deep podcast with me, Jodian Vanessa. It was great sharing with you. Have a wonderful day. XO, XO.